Now for some stock picking for your portfolio, let's bring in Daniel I, CFA, CIO at Fort Pitt Capital Group. Daniel, thanks so much for being with us. Before we get to the picks, how are you feeling about the market and especially a busy week ahead? Are you waiting on anything in particular or do you have a broad-based thought? Yeah, hi, Nicole. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be with you. Um, yeah, I would just say, you know, we're obviously grappling with a whole host of, of challenges here, but these issues, you know, at this point are very well known and recognized by the, by the markets. You know, we've been dealing with inflation, higher interest rates, and aggressive Fed for, you know, more than seven months now. So I think we're at the point where it's just harder to, you know, surprise the, the markets. And, you know, we have seen some relief on a number of these, of these fronts given a pretty significant drop in bond yields, energy and commodity prices, as well as, you know, forward expectation for, for inflation. So I think these have really been the developments that have been the, the catalyst for the bounce off of those mid-June lows. So, you know, we wouldn't be surprised to see some of the, give back some of those those gains here in the, in the near term, but taking a view of more than just the next quarter or two, we certainly see a lot of opportunities, a lot of high quality uh, stocks that are down much more than broad market averages and look like, you know, good entry points to us. Mm -hmm. So if the entry points, you have a few names that you're keying in on. Um, when we look at the world of industrials and growth and infrastructure and agriculture, we think of deer, which is down, certainly has done better than the overall market. Is this a name you like? It's a, na it's a name we like a lot. You know, deer is really one of the world's most valuable and recognized brands. They have very strong customer loyalty, which translates into, you know, pricing power. They have established a very extensive global dealer network, which is extremely difficult for their smaller rivals to, to replicate. And we've been extremely impressed with how well they've been using technology and automation, uh, which leads to solution like, you know, autonomous driving and seed placement, as well as um, remote diagnostics and, and these advances are really translating into, you know, lower uh, fuel, chemical and labor costs for, for farmers. And we see some near near term tailwinds there as well, just given that the, the average age of the fleet is at more more than two decade highs and global inventories are at all time lows. Mm. And, you know, is your sort of your pick over the Caterpillar name? It is, and, and we like you know Deer's positioning within within the agricultural space. Uh, we right. really like their return on equity profile and balance sheet as well. Understood, understood. And then there's AMD, which has obviously been hit hard. We are waiting on news from Washington, and of course it's earnings season. At the same time, there's concerns that these chip makers are going to have less demand going forward. Sure, sure. I'd say from our standpoint, we're really pleased with how well the company is is executing. They're taking market share away from Intel across all of their, their product categories, and they're integrating the higher margin Xilinx business very well, which is, is boosting is boosting margins. The company just reported their their 10th consecutive quarter of double digit you know revenue growth. So there's a lot to like here. On the other side of the of the coin, about 50% of their revenue comes from the slowing PC market. So, so you did have AMD there, which is uh, trading around 86 and change. And then the last one, 
would be Cisco Systems, which was under some pressure year to date. But Cisco Systems today at 44.36. So I'm wondering here on this one, Daniel, Cisco Systems, also a name you like. Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, so Cisco had some disappointing top line revenue results last quarter, which translated into a dramatic, you know, re-rating of the of the stock. And really we saw the usual suspects at play there. China lockdowns, exiting their Russian business, and tough comparables. But we like the stock down here. And we think it's a, a very solid defensive play in the current environment. You know, Cisco has a fifteen billion dollar backlog more cash on the balance sheet than, than debt. They generate about an 8% free cash flow margin and pay investors, you know, attractive 3.5% dividend yield. And we think they're making, you know, steady progress in terms of their goal of generating, you know, 50% of their revenue for more visible, you know, uh, subscription revenue. So we like, we like Cisco down here as well. Right, understood. And last but not least, I mean, we're waiting on the Fed and big tech this week. I mean, are you expecting the week to be a very volatile one? Maybe some good news? What are you thinking? I think I would go with volatile. <laughs> but no, I think from the from the Fed, I think um, the general consensus and, and one that we we agree with is that they're going to go 75 basis points on Wednesday. And I think it's really kind of the, the guidance uh, going forward that the market's going to key in on. You know, do they do they tip their hat that uh, you know they recognize some of the weakness in in the economy, or is it uh, you know full bore, full steam ahead with uh, with aggressive interest rate hikes in uh, in September and into the fall? Right. Yeah. Good to see you, Daniel. Thank you so much, Daniel. I, CFA, CIO at Fort Pitt Capital Group. Nice look there, dear Cisco and AMD.